Hello everyone. It is 6 p.m. on Thursday. So of course it is time for our five minute Q&A, our quick little live update, uh, answering a few questions from, 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 from some of our clients and uh, friends and such. So, hey Christy. All right, we got three. I'm gonna get started. Oh, I'm just gonna quickly say, Y'all have no idea how I used to be so scared of Facebook Live. I would get on here and I'd be like stressing out. I like prep like a good 30 minutes beforehand, sometimes three hours. We won't relive those days. Now I was literally just outside and my alarm goes off five minutes before I have to get on here. Uh, what I realized is if you don't like me, don't watch me. And I look the same here as I do in person and I sound the same. So in advance. Um, but if you're watching, um, here's our questions. Hey, Shelby. All right. Question number one was, that was loud. My husband just went out that door and he needs to put some WD-40 on it. Hey, Rob. Okay. Question one. If I buy a larger lot, one or more acres, and it is mostly wooded, are there environmental restrictions on clearing the lot where would I have to, or, or, huh, or would I have to leave it, would it? Okay, great question. Uh, this actually just happened to me on the cabin that we are building in Blue Ridge. It really is going to depend on your area. So, number one, you need to make sure that you have a good agent representing you that is going to assist you in getting correct data for if you need to replace trees that you cut down, if you're allowed to cut down trees, if so, how many. So our um, cabin, whew, looking at myself, our cabin, the builder, the first builder, trust me, there will be a soapbox on that. Once I am done, ooh, you guys are gonna get an earful. Anyways, okay, they took out something like 70 trees and there is a Mountain Protection Act put in our area. We now have to hire a forestry expert that comes out, surveys the land, um, gives recommendations for how many trees need to be put back based on county ordinances. And then of course the trees that survive and thrive in that area. We are probably looking at multiple few thousands to replace trees Right now, we believe it's going to be something like 28 trees. So, stay tuned for that as well. So, the short answer to your question is, there could be environmental, county, ordinances, restrictions, all of the above, that could hinder you cutting down trees. So, you do need to find out before you purchase. Um, second question, are open houses an effective way of selling a property when... Every property is on the internet. And if so, how many open houses are generally conducted to show the property? Okay, so this is a long one, so let me see if I can explain. There's not a simple answer. It is a yes or no, or yes and no. It depends. So there's two different types of open houses. There's a buyer open house where your listing agent is trying to attract buyers. Sometimes they'll have agents, sometimes they won't, but it's nice to just have the home open with precautions in place like agent on site, lender on site, 
where you can watch them go through the home. And so what we do is we open the house, we're there, we market to buyers, even if they have an agent, again, not a problem, they can come without their agent, agents protect it. And we're there to show them through the house and answer questions. And as the listing agent, we typically are gonna have enough knowledge um, and more knowledge than the buyer's agent. So those are great, they can be really, really good. Then there is the second type of open house, which is a broker open house. You know, agents like to eat, um, so that's number one. But number two, it does allow for a lot of agent eyes to be on the property. So even though they might not be working with someone right now, it's gonna stay at the forefront of their mind. We typically do open houses right when a property is listed to get as much traction as possible, or, and or, when the property has been listed for a while and we're not getting enough activity. So if you've hired a good agent, they're going to guide you correctly in what you should or should not do when it comes to an open house. They'll go over safety precautions and all that. So last thing, it's already been five minutes, but this third question is so easy. Does a realtor have to purchase a Jeep Wrangler to work at Watkins Real Estate Associates? I would like to say yes, um, and this is kind of a joke because if you come to our office during the day, you are probably going to see a minimum of seven Jeeps, but I think in our brokerage as a whole, there's something like 11 or 12 or maybe even 13 now Jeep owners. It looks like a Jeep dealership, I swear it. But anyways, you don't technically have to have a Jeep, but you can be in the cool Jeep club if you do. That's it. You guys have a wonderful evening. Enjoy your family. Love you all lots. Bye.